Welcome to Junior L's and Now What, episode 150, Equip 4. Yes, it is very exciting, 150 episodes, and I've been doing this for over three years, so given the rate at which I record, honestly, that's probably not as big of a milestone as it should be at this point, but hey, I'll take it. It's a win. Hey, it's, you know, it's divisible by five, which to a lot of people is a big deal. So what I'll try to do is find the next major prime number, and I'll be really excited for that one. But in the meantime, let's continue with and actually complete this poem that I have been working on for the last six plus episodes. Two dots and a line. The question. How are you? Some say, I'm fine. Is it true? The response feels benign. Does the question really matter? In depth, it should. What source of the answer? Follow to not be misunderstood. Part two. Dot the first. Imagine, if you can, a dot on a map. Look close and scan, many a one with little gap. The dot is filled with you, the many points of your past, your thoughts from what you knew, choices and actions you cast. Part 3. Dot 2. The time has come, the time for the now. Listen to the thrum, heart beating as you plow. The hourglass grains freeze, not letting the moment lapse. Your life to seize. This instant will eventually elapse. Part 4. Connect. As we learned young, tie the dots together. Start from when you were sprung, through past moments of good and bad weather. Finally reaching today, you're here and now. A pattern forming like an unstable railway, with many turns and ups and downs. Part 5. The Line A compass needle or line points a direction or flow. The pathway you align depends on the metal you grow. The needle metal you nurture through your desires and thoughts. An earthly or heavenly solid elixir, a desire limited or eternal destination sought. Part 6. Alignment The two dots and a line, literal, they are not. Ideally, these will align, being absolutely integral to your plot. Follow the direction of your connected dots. What general direction does it flow? Pointing the same as the line it ought, when in parallel, your success you'll know. And finally, part 7, answer the question in conclusion. The question, how are you? Use the dot and the line. On the life's map you drew, what direction do you see in the design? Are you going the direction or in parallel with the compass of your election? Good. Or do you need to adjust towards the zenith? Not so good. Eternally leveling up, number six. Know where you are at on the path. The tools you are need are very personal, like the map and the compass that I have been slowly building over the course of this poem. To try to translate what I put in the poem, what I was after here was to help you and myself understand that when we're trying to understand, in quotes, how are we doing, it's easier to understand if you have a benchmark. Where have I been? Where am I now? And where am I going? And then fundamentally, how does that align with where I should be going? Now, that compass, that needle, in a traditional sense, it points north, specifically magnetic north. 
Something is drawing it that direction. But in the metaphorical world, when we are going through our life, we have choices, thoughts, decisions, feelings, emotions that affect that needle. Now, in an ideal state, we allow you know, the, the heavenly messenger, the Holy Ghost, to be that compass, and we follow the example of Jesus Christ. However, that isn't always going to be the case because our motives, our decisions, our choices affect that needle and how much heavenly influence is going to be over that. But in everyone's life, there is a compass. But how that compass is pointed is largely up to us. And then obviously the direction of our life, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going is absolutely up to us. The goal is to have those things running in parallel and ultimately pointing in the same direction. And that is how we can answer the question with the assurance that we really truly do understand. There isn't this vague abstractness to the, oh, I'm fine, which people say, but don't really mean. Um, And oftentimes the people asking the question don't really care. It's just a common greeting. The question should matter, but the answer should matter even more. So to the point of the tools, here are four tools that I think can truly help with that. The first one is a way to record or to review where you've been and the willingness to do so. So this is like a journal or photos. We live in a world of easy technology. So photos are a great source for that. Now, from a, from a perspective of somebody who enjoys information in lots of sources, I encourage the writing um, or recording of your thoughts as well because it gives added layer of depth to your experiences, not just the photos themselves. But even the photos are an important thing. I look back in my life and pictures that have been taken of me. And I've ever looked at a picture of myself and said, yep, that's me. And I felt amazing that day. We're always critiquing ourselves, usually with a negative magnifying glass. But what we have to ask ourselves is, you know, where is that in this this map, this 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 line, this this artistic squiggly line that we have drawn through our life to understand how did that influence us to be where we're at today? Because undoubtedly it did. And we can use that as as a way to help measure our success or measure where we need to improve upon in our lives. Instead of looking at it with that negative light, use it as a moment for growth and appreciate the fact that you were there and you're here now. And so obviously you did something right because you're here (laughs) and take that as a win. Number two, a target or long-term goal. Like mowing a lawn, if you don't keep that long-term goal in sight often, you'll start to drift here and there without realizing it. So for those of you who have mown a small lawn, this may not be as important to you or realize it, but as you're mowing and you're trying to mow those straight lines, um, instead of looking down at the ground while you're doing it, you actually should look ahead at a destination and mow towards it. It feels a little counterintuitive because how do you know how you're doing against the other lines that you've mown? Well, if you're doing a very large yard, or in some cases, if you're like plowing a field, looking in a distant direction, you have these natural subconscious reactions that you do that actually keep you in line, which is kind of amazing, truly. Uh, And I encourage the experiment. It makes such a massive difference. Now, 
I'm a person who mows my lawn and I take pride in the fact that it's mine and therefore I can do whatever designs I want to in it. Uh, Recently, I mowed it with an intentional squiggly line in it to see if I could actually make it work and it didn't work out all that well. But the point is, is picking something in the distance to work towards uh, helps us to stay on the path. But we also have to make sure that along the way, we're constantly t- being aware of the successes that we're having on our way to that destination. Because if that destination is the only time that we can claim victory, then we're going to claim victory very rarely and it's going to be demoralizing. So claim victory often, but keep your focus into the that distant goal. Item three, self-determined targets that you'll find joy in, not just good enough, but yes, I did it. So for example, this chainmail thing that I'm putting together now, I have a project that I'm working on that should be as equally time consuming as that vest that I did, uh, but it's going to be different. And I have to take a pleasure in doing it, which I do, but I'm doing my chainmail in a way where it allows me to fill success in small achievements as I'm doing it. Cause I know it's going to take me a long time to put this together. And so it's important for me to fill that success so that it doesn't demoralize me and prevent me from working on it. And that is true with any project, especially one that's going to take a lot of time to work on. And item number four, regular self-checks. I suggest that while you do this, you do it as part of a routine where you're doing something that's physical. In other words, if you are um, mowing your lawn, if you're doing your dishes or some other mundane but somewhat physically difficult event while you're asking yourself, okay, well, where have I been? Where am I? Where am I going? And you're doing those checks. Where have I had my successes and, and where do I need to focus to help have those successes? If you're doing something that you're going to succeed on, you're going to have an easier time looking at things with a positive light. Um, a bit of a mind game, but that's okay because you need that to help lift yourself up. So I encourage you to understand that life is all about this roller coaster, the ups and the downs, the left and the rights, um, the spinning around. Uh, if you truly do take the time to map your, your life out and put little dots on a map, you're going to see that squiggly line go all over the place. Uh, hopefully not crossing itself because then we're talking about time travel and a paradox, but you get the idea, um, that it's going to be a mess. But after you draw it out and you take 10 or 20 or 30 huge steps back, you'll see that it is moving in a direction. And that's really what you're trying to achieve is a direction with life. Smile and be happy. Remember you're worth it. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.